In the egg, the chick grows to a point where it becomes frustrated by what confines it. What was once embraced as shelter now becomes an obstacle. The chick doesn't know what's on the other side of the egg. All it knows is that this situation is frustrating and I'm no longer meant to be here. So it pecks and it shakes and it pushes until it breaks through. God said the frustrations I was feeling were a sign that he had begun to shift me into something new. And instead of an invitation to complain, the frustrations were an invitation to evolve. Welcome to Things Hoped For, an odyssey between hopes and realities. This podcast will explore and exercise the vehicle of faith to help us understand how to get to our destination. Where are we going, you ask? Well, to the land that God promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. So, are you ready? THF fam, I know, long time no see, <laughs> but so much has happened since the launch of Agway Studios, and I can't even say that I've been taking time to myself because that's not really what it's been, but I've been leaning into this season of transition, and um, I just want to share what I've found so far with you guys. So this episode is a very special episode. Um, It's coming from a piece I recently wrote called Press Through. And this piece is going to be broken down into three chapters. Um, And so in this episode, we're going to listen into chapter one. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And I pray that it inspires you and encourages you through your own season of transition. All right, here we go. I still think it hasn't settled in yet. I mean, I'm living in it. I'm operating in it. But it still feels like it's this intangible thing, like the dream I captured in a frame. But no, it's very real now. The day before the launch, I found myself just sitting in it, right in the middle of the freshly painted cement floor, The carpet was the very first thing I wanted out of here, and now it was really gone. And everything that once was went right along with it. The walls that danced wildly between vibrant yellows and deep reds were now tamed, fitted with sweeps of snowy white and quieted by dewy caramels. The weight of the room felt lighter, relieved even, from the sofa set that once swallowed up space and time. I realized I was sitting right where that sofa used to stand. And as my eyes continued to skip across the room, my mind wandered back to that dream captured in a frame. I just couldn't believe it wasn't a dream anymore. Agua Studios was finally here. If these walls could talk, I wonder what they could tell me about transitions. Seeing as they just endured a massive one, what wisdom would they share with me after witnessing us remove fixtures that once adorned them? When full rooms were emptied and the walls laid bare, what thoughts did they have when we left them to the silence? Did they feel as frustrated as I do now? Chapter 1. Frustration is a sign of transition. At the time, I couldn't put my finger on it. (laughs) 
All I knew was that the things that never bothered me before started to bother me. Agwe Studios launched, and I was displaced to my sister's room upstairs while my room became the temporary storage unit for the studio. But it was still my room. So every time I needed something, I'd climb down two flights of stairs, squeeze past jumbo speakers, hike over a centerpiece table, and shimmy my way through stacks of cabinets. Very soon, that began to frustrate me. Then certain people, certain tasks, and even my own clothes began to frustrate me. It wasn't until I finished an interview with Voyage Baltimore magazine that I realized something in me was off because even my own story began to frustrate me. It was like I was getting tired of telling the same story, the story of a creative girl from Cameroon pursuing a career in fashion that her father disapproved of and ended up wandering through seven years of unemployment. It just didn't feel like it was mine anymore. Almost as if I was ready to move on from it and tell something new already. A strange feeling it is. Becoming detached from myself. I felt like I was drifting, unable to set my feet on terrain that, unbeknownst to me, had clearly shifted. In an attempt to assemble some kind of structure and sanity, I scrambled to maintain my routines at all costs. Wake up at 4 a.m., work out at 6 a.m., and work at 5 p.m. And well, let's just say it baffled me that what used to come so easily was becoming such a struggle. I didn't know what in the world was going on with me. So I became more frustrated. I complained. I pouted. I shook my fist to the heavens. Then in one of these moments, God showed me a vision of a chick hatching from its egg. In the egg, the chick grows to a point where it becomes frustrated by what confines it. What was once embraced as shelter now becomes an obstacle. The chick doesn't know what's on the other side of the egg. All it knows is that this situation is frustrating and I'm no longer meant to be here. So it pecks and it shakes and it pushes until it breaks through. God said the frustrations I was feeling were a sign that he had begun to shift me into something new. I was now in my promised land. And instead of an invitation to complain, the frustrations were an invitation to evolve. There was nothing wrong with me. Instead, I was growing out of an old season and into a new one. I wasn't broken, lazy, or lost simply because my routines were no longer working or because I wasn't passionate about certain things or people anymore. God's grace over those areas of my life had shifted and he was resettling me. Like a snow globe after it's been shaken and wishful eyes track where each snowflake will land when it settles again. My world was being shaken to be resettled. Note to self, one, transitions can make life hazy and frustrations don't help to give clarity either. But evaluating what you're feeling can clear the funk of frustration. Even if you don't know what you're feeling, write them down, share them with God, share them with wise counsel, and just continue to take notice of them. Romans 8.26 says, God understands your groans. 
and the feelings you find difficult to express. He will give you clarity through his word and through godly community. Two, you're not broken, lazy, or lost simply because your routines are no longer working or because you aren't passionate about certain things or people anymore. It may mean that God's grace over those areas in your life has lifted and he's resettling you into something new. Three, the frustrations are an invitation to evolve, not an invitation to complain. Of course, complaining is a natural response to the things that frustrate us. But if we desire to realize the new thing that God is doing in us and for us, then we have to make a switch from complaining to evolving. The Israelites forfeited entering their promised land and instead entered 40 more years of wandering in the wilderness because of their complaining. Constant complaining is a sign of disbelief, and God cannot move on our behalf if we don't exercise faith, for without faith, it's impossible to please God. Four, make the choice to have a different spirit. Because Caleb had a different spirit, God kept him alive to experience the promised land while everyone else died off in the wilderness. It's natural to complain, and it's easy. And it makes you feel good, too. But it doesn't put you in a position to receive your blessing. God is calling you higher. So evolve. Press through. Make the opposite choice. Celebrate instead of complain. Choose to see the transition as a marker of growth, because that's exactly what it is, an indication that you are, in fact, moving forward. If nothing else, that is worth celebrating. Thank you so much for joining me for this special episode. Chapter 2, Release the Weight of Waiting, will be uploaded very soon. Um, I'm thinking in about a week's time, if not sooner. So make sure that you join our newsletter, which will be linked in the caption below, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok, so that way you're updated when the next episode comes out. So um, I'm really excited that you guys could join me for this. Let me know what your thoughts were on this episode, if you like the setting, if you like the style. Um, yeah, maybe I would do more of these. But anyway, if this inspired you, please share it with a friend. I know in this time, especially Everybody's moving through transitions right now. I know we could all use some support, some love, some covering, and some encouragement. So if this encouraged you, please share it with someone else. I hope to see you again right here for the next episode. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, my name is Ashley. I'm from New Jersey and I am a creative. As like a little girl, I always liked to play my grandma's jewelry. So when I was 15, that's when I started my first company. I used to feel guilty if I was working on my business too much. And I used to feel guilty that I wasn't working enough if I was with my family. So Resolve has kind of helped me focus on, okay, who do you wanna be? Yeah, I wanna be an amazing business person. I wanna be an amazing artist, but I also wanna be an amazing mom, an amazing wife. I never realized how beneficial it is to have people that are like holding you accountable and you're checking in with a regular basis doing like our our two-week sessions I'm like okay Thursday is coming like I have to 
what are we doing? So it's actually kind of helped me not feel so overwhelmed by my list. I've learned a lot just even hearing other people talk about what's going on in their lives and what they're working on. And it, it really helps keep you going. Everyone is so supportive of what everyone else is doing. And let's be honest, in today's day and age, that's kind of a special thing. And I think that like really can help a lot of people. I'm looking forward to getting more stuff done. Join a community of creative women ready and willing to break the cycle of inconsistency. Bring to life your wildest dreams and get more things done. Go to www.thingshopefor.com slash memberships to find out more about Resolve and enroll now. Thanks for joining us on this month's episode. For more resources to empower your faith journey, check out our website linked in the show notes to find free downloadables, inspirational articles, and much, much more. We'd love for you to be a part of our THF fam. Subscribe to our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to your podcast so you don't miss what's next. If this episode encouraged you, share it with someone else or consider supporting this podcast by clicking the donation link in the show notes so that we together can send the message of hope in Christ to those who need hope now. Keep in touch with us on social media at Things Hope For. And until then, see you next month. Love, Nyo Agwe.